it's particularly hard as an independent student to not feel lonely anyway. You know, it's your life and you've still got to live it whether you're in a pandemic or not. It's really important to put your well-being first. Everyone was up to just saying hi to someone they'd never met before. You're listening to From Our Experience, a podcast series created as part of the Moving Up programme at the University of Portsmouth. This series is all about hearing from current university students who have lived experience of care or estrangement. I'm Kim and I'm an outreach coordinator at the university. Today, I'm joined by students from the University of Portsmouth and the University of Southampton, and they are Tia. Hi, I'm a second year social work student at the University of Portsmouth, and I have lots of experience working with care leavers and estranged students. And Georgia. Hi, I am a third year student studying mathematics with statistics at the University of Southampton. And Charlie. Hi, I'm second year student at University of Portsmouth studying child and youth studies. And Andrew, who's going to take it from here? Hi, I'm Andrew. I'm a second year sociology and criminology student at the University of Portsmouth. So welcome to today's episode. We'll be talking about the impact of the pandemic on us as students. And I'll first hand over to Georgia to talk about relationships. So relationships was a weird one in the pandemic because we couldn't see each other anymore. We couldn't hang out anymore. Even studying your mates that you would study with, everything sort of changed. We couldn't sort of see each other and work together anymore. And we relied on technology, like social media and stuff, didn't we? Yeah, definitely. It was so strange, just kind of like suddenly the only people you would see were the people that you lived with. You wouldn't really see like your course mates. You might speak to them online, but even in online lectures and stuff if people had their cameras off you'd hardly see anyone to be honest other than who you were living with exactly not many yeah. people did turn their cameras on either <laughs> no exactly <laughs> yeah it was a weird one it was really odd as well because it was so sudden like we went from seeing each other every day to it was like a friday and then it was right no more couldn't see anyone it just happened so suddenly yeah. it's like insane I think that's the thing, isn't it? Maintaining and then creating new relationships throughout has been the biggest mm-hmm. challenge. And obviously then people start to feel isolated and it's kind of just, you feel at a loss. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people went back to their hometowns. So even if you did stay around university, you wouldn't really see many people. You couldn't sort of go around the park when we were allowed to because a lot of people were out of town. Survived it though. <laughs> got through it's all just been changing like the way you sort of interact with people and stuff hasn't it like you get used to virtual meetings and stuff it feels weird going back into a normal meeting like wow i can see people again like i'm sitting in a meeting room it feels so strange there were so many people who i'd only sort of interacted with online for uni work and stuff i saw them in person this week and they look completely different to what i thought it was so strange yeah it's so weird when you can just see a head yes it's like you've no idea what this person's gonna be like (laughs) On a friendship level, I play games a lot, so I've always kind of done the whole virtual like communication things. But for people who haven't, that must have been quite a big shock to have to change your whole way of socialising. I can imagine that was probably quite stressful for some people, but it was quite easy for me because it was my normal. Yeah, and I guess that brings us on to like dealing with this isolation as well and like how we cope with it and stuff. 
chat rooms and virtual calls and stuff like that. I mean, these are all ways we can help each other get through this because obviously we're not at the end of it yet and we don't know what's going to happen in the future. So it's a good way to get prepared possibly for what's going to happen next or even just easing yourself out of this world of online and back into reality. For those students who did sort of stay at the university accommodation, they missed home. Quite a lot of international students weren't allowed to go back because of flights being cancelled and just the dangers of travelling was too high. Even for me, I, I decided to stay in Southampton, although I'm from a town just outside of London. So I was missing home quite a bit. I found just connecting with old friends really helped and just reconnecting with those who I was in school with and sort of helped me. Don't know about you guys. I stayed during the pandemic, but none of my housemates did. So I was in student halls and they all left. So that was kind of crazy. But I just spent a lot of time going out to the beach and things and where the whole world was isolated. Random strangers would say hi and chat to you. So like, it didn't feel so lonely because everyone was up to just saying hi to someone they'd never met before. So that kind of helped me get through, I guess. Everyone just wanted that interaction, didn't they? Everyone was just like, <laughs> yeah. yes, any human interaction possible, please. Like, Pretty much. Yeah. Well, I went home during the first lockdown and then I've been in Portsmouth during the second lockdown because my home is really far away. It was nice being at home during the first lockdown, but again, very isolating because all of my friends I'd made at uni and they were either in Portsmouth or they'd gone back home and most of them live in London, which is still really far away from me. My parents had moved, so I didn't know anyone in the area either. So it became really strange just being like very isolated from sort of all the different groups of people. But then the same being here, it's been nice to be back with my friends in, in a uni house, but then I'm really far away from home again. So it's kind of like relationships with family has literally just become endless WhatsApp calls, like WhatsApp group calls. That's where it is. Um, and I guess like coming out of the pandemic as well, we're, you're still going to experience this feeling of being away from home and being in a completely new place. And the pandemic def definitely didn't help. But coming out of it, I mean, easing into a new life, a new surroundings, especially having a year of being virtual is definitely going to be a challenge. And I think, I think the main thing to do is just take it slow. You don't need to rush yourself. You don't need to, you don't need to rush to make friends or anything. You just need to be easy on yourself. Uh, just adjusting to city life or wherever they're going. And even people need to consider where they're going if they are going to uni, like what they want to be around, whether it's a big city or not. I mean, I think everyone in this pandemic struggled to some degree with their mental health. Like, I know so many people that have said, like, this has been a really difficult year for them because there is still stigma around mental health like it still does exist that people feel they can't speak out about it but that also means that because no one's really talking about it no one really knows where to like access the help especially if you're then at uni which is like a brand new city a brand new place you need to register with your local gp when you go to uni 
so that you can access the services like within your area and then they can tell you about what is on offer basically. For example, here in Portsmouth, there is a service called Cooth, which is an online, basically a chat service with 24-7 with counsellors. It's things like that where if you don't know your area, which a lot of the time, if you're going to a new uni, you won't know your area, it's really important to make sure you're looking into like what the council offers, what the local services offer, and you can find that out all through the GP. But I don't, I don't know if anyone else sort of has kind of like had experiences with mental health or has any like really good advice. I think everyone has been, has struggled and even the simplest things really did help. So kind of like just going out for a walk or just getting some fresh air and familiarising yourself with, you know, your surroundings again, because being locked up has been difficult. Reaching out to someone, it's as simple as like sending someone a message. And it was especially nice, obviously, being in Portsmouth because we were by the sea and everything. So that definitely helped me. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, because I'm an estranged student, I've not had many people around me, so I was very lonely. But like... Like Andrew said, going out, trying to keep yourself as positive as you can by looking after yourself, doing simple things. Even if all you did in that day was have a shower and eat some food, it's still successful. Like the last year was difficult, so you can't beat yourself up if you didn't achieve everything you wanted to achieve because at the end of the day, we're still here. So we can achieve those things just later on in our life and that's okay. Yeah, it's particularly hard as an independent student to not feel lonely anyway and with the pandemic hitting it was harder to feel more included with people because we were kind of locked up as you said Andrew so for me personally I found it really helpful to try new hobbies and try new things and teach myself a new skill meant I was occupying my mind rather than worrying and stressing and trying to control the situation I had no control over. I can't control the pandemic, I can't change the rules. So I did find myself sort of entering a dark space when I was feeling really alone, really lonely, like all my friends were with their families and I didn't have that for me. So I found ways to adapt and I also started doing online therapy. So with the University of Southampton, independent students are given that sort of mental health support from the beginning if you choose to and mine was kind of ongoing so I managed to have the same therapist during the lockdown and I was able to just talk through my feelings with her and yeah it really helped me yeah helps you feel less alone and I found when we were alone sort of in the pandemic it's really easy to overthink certain situations in your past especially if it was traumatic and the trauma can replay itself it is a taboo to go to therapy, but if you are struggling, it's worth a shot. It's better than nothing. It's so helpful. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's so important to just like to ignore the stigma and ignore that kind of thing. If it's like you've got to do something for you, you ha- if you need it, you need it. It's it's really important to put your well being first in any situation and not compromise that just yeah. because mental health has the stigma around it. Exactly. And. I think that brings us on really nicely to the next thing we want to talk about because it's like with changes to life and to mental health there was also a lot of changes to like how we have to study and that huge change to how university was. Yeah so obviously there are limits to being in a pandemic and I think the one thing I would say is having a plan b is really important and I think people really need to 
consider what their university potentially has to offer, whether it's online or if you're more practical suited, you might want to see if there are some practical apprenticeships somewhere that offer a more face-to-face kind of learning because everyone's going to have slightly different policies. It's just a case of adapting and having a, a mindset that you'll, you just think, right, well, maybe that's not going to work now, but maybe I can do something else, you know, that I will get fulfillment out of as well. And just building that resilience and things change all the time. And I think this at the end of the day is just another thing that's happened. And I think definitely having that plan B is really important and just assessing all your options seeing what really is best for you because at the end of the day it's you know it's your life and you've still got to live it whether you're in a pandemic or not yeah a hundred percent i think one of the biggest impacts on studying was the loss of support because i experienced my first year of uni in a normal way and then this uh, well partly anyway and then it kind of the pandemic kind of took over so everything's been online pre-recorded lectures and seminars and you can have one-to-ones with people but it's online and I find that really difficult to build rapport with people. So it's not the same and you don't get the same level of support because you can't ask all the same questions and it's just a bit complicated. But academically, the lectures still occur and the library still offers this support you need. So I think, although it's not been brilliant, it's been the best that it could be. I do feel for those who started university in the lockdown because they weren't able to meet each other. Oh, yeah. You know, they couldn't help each other with assignments and stuff because they didn't know each other. I think for me, I had my entire first year in person. It was halfway through my second year that the pandemic hit. And it was such a change. So in my final year, the mathematicians weren't expected to do a dissertation. But where the department couldn't offer all the modules, they then decided, okay, everyone needs to do a year-long diss and then do less modules. So out of nowhere, we're expected to write this giant essay. None of us had written anything since GCSE, so that was hard. But I think all of us worked together and helped each other out, and the department were quite nice about it too. They realised that it's not what we're used to. So so long as you sort of express where you're at, because it was quite easy to kind of sit at home and worry about it and blame yourself rather than just reaching out. It's harder to reach out online, but you just got to do it. But most of my friends are supposed to graduate this summer and they've got no ceremony, no celebration. It's still in lockdown. (laughs) Yeah, I think that brings us to summarising. So in this episode, we covered a lot of different aspects around the pandemic. Uh, I'm not going to list them all, but we included mental health relationships and studying as our key points. The main key point, I guess, as a takeaway is that the pandemic was a complete change for everyone from everything being face-to-face to it becoming virtually pretty much overnight. So it's a huge culture shock that's impacted people in a short-term way, but also a long-term way, depending on individual circumstances. Cool. Thank you all for your time and your honesty today. I think there were some really interesting points in there. Um, Particularly, I think, just interesting talking about kind of some of your experiences from the start of the pandemic and throughout the pandemic that's been much longer than anyone thought it was going to be. But also just some really interesting points there about how we now start to transition out of it and that thing that returning to normal life, as it were, is not going to be kind of an immediate fix of everything's lifted, so we're right back to it. So I think just some really key points and some really lovely advice from all of you there about kind of ways to deal with things and to check in with yourself and make sure you're all good. So thank you all. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast of From Our Experience. In other episodes, we will be discussing what it's like to make the jump to living independently, as well as where university could lead you. You can also head over to the University of Portsmouth webpages and search the term care leaver or a strange student to find blogs and video content from our students, as well as finding out more about our Moving Up programme. This episode was created as part of our Moving Up programme, which is part funded by the Southern Universities Network. Thank you.